play the first ever cameo showdown and chat about the election briefly, bucket list, and go on a tangent about meditation. And now, backyard therapy. Can we talk about how this is a, a, a friend and team building exercise that we do every week? Because, ladies and gentlemen, Ryan Drake is sacrificing tonight. No, no bachelorette, am I right? It's Thursday bachelorette this week because of the election. But I'm Which here. never happens, but right? I'm here. Yeah. The election? No. <laughs> the election happens every four years. I'm saying bachelorette on Thursday. Rare. 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 It's a rare moment. Today's right. a rare moment. It's a, you thir- have a FOMO thing going on, or are you good? No, I'm good. You're, you're I'm more back. concerned about I'm more preoccupied by the election, but that's I'm fair. Here. That's fair, I guess. Yeah. I guess that's going on. Yeah, I've been just absolutely mainlining the election. Dude, I do the same. I'm just listening to podcasts and staring at CNN nonstop. Man, I've been so unplugged. How do you CNN's digest? on all, all the time, but what? How, how do you ingest your election? Because I feel like that's interesting. Election night, it has to be, like, I had to be with people. So the people I was staying with lost power that day. Oh, wow. So we, no, no one had a place. We ended up finding a place, but I was just like, we're buying bottles of champagne. We're getting orange juice. We're having mimosas. So you go the party route. Oh, yeah. Were you hoping to celebrate that evening, or that was just the drink of choice for that evening? No, I mean, we were hoping to. We, I kind of figured we wouldn't have a clear, like, a decided winner, but I knew mm-hmm. it would be trending the right way. Oh, okay. So I was like, we'll have something to celebrate, which it wasn't, by the way. It right. was very, it was 50-50. Can we talk about, oh, can we talk about the gambling? Because that really fucked me up. Because at one point on Tuesday night, Joe Biden was a plus 450. Well, can I, I'll jump in too on that real quick. Yeah. If, if we're going to just do it, let's do it. Um, when he, when Trump went minus 600 and, and old boy from Barstool was, Dave, that's that. <laughs> My whole, like. But he said it was over. Yeah, well, I mean, you hit negative six hundred at Bavada, like you're that's a lock basically. You're looking mm-hmm. at an early lock too, right? Like chance we never go against Vegas because they're freakishly good at picking things, like almost to a point where you're like, Okay, I feel like they're involved. <laughs> but at that point I was like, Okay, like we're in for it for a night and it's gonna be crazy. But then it started just changing so quickly. I did not know that election odds were that volatile i don't think they typically are when most people are voting in, in person right like or in most elections probably they don't have early right. votes well, and these, votes. so these are the top two most voted for presidents ever right so that alone tells you something something weird's going on not weird but different i guess secondly for them to shift as dramatically as they did it shows you that there's two different methods for two separate populations right like those people who opted to count their absentee val- ballots early, you know, they were looking blue very early and dominant for the most part, other than those clearly red states, like the beautiful state that we live in, of course, <laughs> you know, and the states that were counting in person first, they all looked red, but the ones that were close, they started to turn blue and people were like, how the hell can that happen? One, the president told his constituents not to vote in person or not, excuse me, not to vote uh, by mail. He told them to vote in person. How and you voted became bipartisan. It did. I, I thought that I never once, even on Tuesday night, did I think that Biden was going to lose. Like, I've never thought he's going to lose. And so to know that at some point, had I checked the odds, you could have got plus 450. That's, you'll, you'll, we'll never have that again for the rest of our lives. Like, a lock at plus 450. Since you never thought he was going to lose, and if you saw those odds, you would have made some moves. Oh my God, yeah. I would have gotten everyone in the room. Like, we're putting all of our money together right now. But. Who, do you, who do you blame for your lack of fortune? 
just myself for not checking you out. <laughs> I appreciate the accountability. No, I, I think there's there's something else at play here. Um, oh, there's something it, going on here. It is the reliance on analytics. I don't even get me started on fucking Nate Silver. That I, guy. I'm, I'm going to make shit. a quick comparison. You know his issue is he doesn't even put his model publicly. Well, and he he tries to uh, like we were talking with um, our guy B Weezy earlier about <laughs> the idea of of Nate Silver. He's just kind of like a, he tries to be a shoot from the hip type guy, and that's just not his personality. He's really just fake. So, but he's undeniably a smart person. He figured out where he is. He's a CEO of, CEO of the most probably spoken of uh website in the world right now at this very moment my point is with the polling beforehand not the actual votes coming in right because then they can make this the change on the spot right of the percentages but the polling going into it was biden's got a 90 percent chance of winning right so you look at i'm putting the house on that and then 20 minutes into the night trump's at a minus 600 to win the whole thing and you're like are you like how do i i can't trust math anymore <laughs> you know like <laughs> how did that happen we're gonna lose math in the whole well, thing see, uh, so that goes back to the thing i said about nate silver's model and I, I don't claim to be a statistician by any means but i understand enough that you know what open source science is and open source data science is, is you put you upload your fucking model either on your website or github or whatever and people run it and they run it through their lab they're like 40,000 times they, they, right yeah like, they, just, oh dude 40,000 is light light work light like work a million yeah, yeah but seriously seriously and you run these right because you you want to find any anomalies that could you know repeat over time anything like that right that looks like an anomaly but it's not it's something that'll trend the other way so you see this shit and the reason you want it open source is so because science sci- the whole point of science right it's infallible the whole point is like oh hey that's great but here's what you miss let's build on that or that's a good idea you were right for a while but here's what's actually going on we need okay. a, a update right so Nate Silver fucking awesome for how x long right like very 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 good but at the same time he's fallible right like you Mm. you, there's something so um have you ever heard the phrase of the only fencer that can beat an expert the best fencer of all time is not another expert but a novice someone who isn't constrained by the rules and the you know constraints of traditional thinking and things like that so you don't have your eyes on it right and so there's things that he's missing but he's not allowing other people to see sorry go ahead poker Yeah, yeah yeah like if you're an amazing poker player you were always like, oh, this guy didn't know how to play poker, and he ends up winning money because he doesn't really follow the same code that you've practiced for so long, and you can be in that same area. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, you're such a wild card that I can't play you straight up like I would normally would. Right. Um, you know, did he account for the turnout? Did he? Uh, probably to some degree. Uh, COVID, COVID made it already unpredictable, right? You know, like the turnout was going to be wildly different mm. for mail-in and in person and mm. like you said it became bipartisan so not only can you not model it as well as you might as previous elections but you're looking at two populations doing two different things so how are you supposed to play those against each other you know and not every state is measuring at the same rate or at the uh, or in the same order you know it's it's not a unified thing and that's how it's designed but it also points to the flaws in the thing and there the states had time to make the decision if they wanted to count the absentee ballots beforehand to make the decision okay we're going to do this now we're going to do this now so we are ready for the in-person votes and ready to roll and that's you know it is what it is and like certain politicians and you know red states and blue states push for different things and that's how it goes so that's why we're here fuck nate silver well honestly you know i give him shit but after the aluminum you bitch bitch (laughs) after the polling thing happened like Everything leading up to the election, he yeah. just like whiffed on like a wiffle ball by his <laughs> knees. You know what I mean? Like it was bad. But 
to their credit, you know, the, the model and the way that they do things with the live blogging and the keeping up with the numbers at a very finite level, I thought they did a pretty damn good job of bleeding to this point. So I'll give them credit there. I'm not going to double shit. Right. Yeah. Do you want to jump to your cameo again? Yeah. Yee? Well, I've, I'm, the way I did it was I paired two people together. Oh, all right. Good start. And then you had to decide <laughs> who's who, more expensive. Who's more expensive. Beautiful. Um, but then I also want you guys to, I kind of want you to guess how much they cost as well. Okay. Bonus um, points. It, it, each question will be a two point question. So we should just say that Cameo is the greatest website. Greatest. That's ever existed. Greatest. It's my shit. I spend too much time just perusing who the new and notables are. Let's take <laughs> they some. They send an email every week. They go, here's who's on Cameo this week. I'm like, I got, I've got time. So tantalizing to just say, man, man, if I could just get him to say this. We should take some open submissions to who we should solicit a cameo intro from because i mean we're Dude, gonna i can i can i plug another can i plug please uh, can i please can I plug, pod plug your plug brother uh, can I plug my pot ultery yeah then uh, i'm starting this oc podcast in november 25th and we've get we've getting um the only cast member of the oc that's on cameo is misha barton so we're getting her to do a a cameo for us cameo is just the best um how many pairs do you have i mean i've got like 10 perfect some of these I feel like uh, I, some of these I looked at and was like this is a good pairing but some of I feel like you guys might go 10 cool. for 10. Let's uh, uh, okay if you have 10 let's alternate and Dan can go first. I think you both can you both can guess. Immediately? Okay, cool. Let's say uh this was like a this was a I do have a couple of pro wrestlers on here. 90 Showdown. Mick Foley. Mark McGrath, lead singer of Sugar Ray and host of Entertainment Tonight. Hey, Mick Foley. Mick Foley. Okay, they said Mark Nick. McGrath. I was like, mm, Mick Foley. Who are you going to pay more? Mark McGrath's ego is bigger, and I think Mick Foley wants to work more and knows he's got a wider fan base, so I think he wants to get that money. I'm going to go Mark McGrath, final answer. Who do you think costs more? Uh, I like that reasoning, and mm-hmm. I'm also going to go with Mark McGrath, but also with the Big Brother fan base that he uh, created through Celebrity Big Brother. I think he also hits that, but not confident, but I'm going Mark McGrath. Mark McGrath, a cameo shout out, cost eighty five dollars. Wow. Mick Foley, a cameo shout out, cost a hundred dollars. Oh, oh shit. Mick that's Foley. A, that's a great pairing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, okay. Great, you might struggle with this one. Uh, Dan, Excuse me? Dan, you know exactly who this is. Well, you know you've seen Bachelor in Paradise. Never mind. Yeah. Uh, Chris Harrison. Okay. Host, our Lord and Savior. Right. One of the most <laughs> popular people Harrison on Christ. Cameo. Uh-huh. Chris Harrison, because he'll go and do him in front of the Bachelor Mansion. Okay. Chris Harrison or Dennis Rodman. <laughs> oh, Chris Harrison. Dennis Rodman he needs that money. Chris Harrison is like two hundred bucks a pop. Dennis Rodman's probably a buck twenty-five. Ugh. Wow. Interesting reasoning. Well, who do you think costs more, Dan? Chris Harrison or NBA All Star Dennis Rodman? By the way. Hmm. Gosh. Uh, see. Gray's reasoning and your reaction to his reasoning made me think that it's you're just spot, you're right spot yeah. on. But I will. My gut said Dennis because I feel like he thinks he's worth more uh-huh. than what Chris Harrison thinks he's worth. Because with cameo, you feel like you can either go the route of I'm going to be a little cheaper and I'm going to get a lot more out, right. or I'm going to be more expensive and just. I think he thinks he's he's a champion. It's premium content. For example, Roosh, my good buddy Roosh, he got me. A beautiful and touching shout out from Michael Jordan's best friend, Ahmad Rashad. Hey, this is Ahmad Rashad, man. What's up, Gray? You know, 
which is a, a great dark horse deep cut great to pull deep from. cut dark horse he wasn't too expensive he wasn't too cheap he was right in that sweet spot you can tell he probably does about six to he, he probably spends two hours a day doing those generational and communicator good, and makes good money. but those two hours you're making a lot of money. a lot of money <laughs> oh yeah right that's that's what i'm saying like <laughs> i don't know that's hundreds to thousands of dollars an hour oh yeah well, Chris Harrison, host of The Bachelor, Lord Two, and Savior. 200 250 $425. Oh, what a spicy meatball he is, huh? 425 Can't forget that he's on TV every week. So he's that's literally like, host like the biggest Yeah, show his agent's probably like, you can't go lower than four. Dennis Rodman, NBA All-Star. Olympian? Definitely. Uh, fun story? You want to hear a fun story? Sure. Uh, 96 Olympics. Oh, Atlanta, 96. I have a pennant hanging up in my office with the purple lights on right now. My family, uh, we got to go. Dennis Rodman was not on the dream team. He was so pissed off. He went to every single game that year and he sat probably 150 feet away from us and had like eight seats by himself sprawled out watching the game. And, so he uh, was an Olympic. He was not. not he was so, no, you're so, right. He was, he was, was not an Olympian. Distancing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was, was there, but he was a, a Olympi fan. Olympi fan. Because I was going to say, he wasn't on 92 and he went yeah. on 2000. No, no, I was no, like, no, no, no. Was he on 96? No, he was not on 96. So uh, yeah, I, I witness account. Chris Harrison, $425. Dennis Rodman, what do you think? I said a buck twenty-five. Right, well, now I'm going two hundred even. Seven hundred and fifty dollars. Are you fucking kidding dollars to get a cameo shout out. Good call from Dennis, the Worm Rodman. Actually, I'm gonna pull one up and to see what he let's just see what he sounds like. Ian and Drew, it's your boy Dennis Rodman. Guess it's your boy. Man, as you can see, I won the Laker color man, purple and gold. Guess what? Number seventeen. That was cool, right? Guess Dennis Rodman will give you a $750 cameo. He will wear a Lakers polo for you. Man, I should have accounted for the last dance boost. That's on me. Actually, a great point. (laughs) Carmen Electra boosted his stock $300 on. Athletes. All-star athletes. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or Brett Favre. Who's going to cost more for a cameo? Um, I'm thinking about how many times a day they want to do it. Sure. I think that's a big one for them. Well, Brett Favre's super horny. We all know that. I th- Brett yeah, Favre I, I, is good with a camera. Phone. I, I'm going. I think. I think <laughs> Brett Favre Talking is one me. of those dudes who believes in price it low and pump it out there. And oh, just, you think he's a numbers game guy? I think he just goes. Let's that's do why, numbers. That's why he supports. Trump. You think he's McConaughey and Wolf of Wall Street? You got to get those numbers up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I think that's just hey, what I get hey, from Favre. Hey. Kareem. I mean, just him talking in general, he's always saying something super eloquent. He's always, the sound of his voice, I, I feel like he's at a higher premium okay. to get a Kareem, sure. just in my opinion. So I would say Kareem higher than Brett. Kareem. Kareem. Higher than Brett Favre. He, uh, Kareem does a lot of public speaking engagement, so I know he's not a cheap get, but I also know he's smart. Um, I think he, I think if Rodman's coming in at 700 a clip, Kareem's maybe... The exact same or 500? Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, you nailed it when you said 500. $500 for Kareem. Good job. Brett Favre, $400. Ooh, stuck the landing. Let's go. I will say I've I've gone too deep into the Brett Favre cameo hole, and he is very awkward. Cameo hole? He's just, (laughs) I mean, but he's still still an old man. That's made it worse. Yeah, but he just like he doesn't know how to really operate the computer. Like you think he would, but no. Okay, um, I, you know what's funny? Had you asked me before this, do you think Brett Favre knows how to operate a computer? I would have said hell no. It's a great point. It's a great point about Brett Favre. <laughs> ding, I, feel ding, like ding. You're gonna, I feel like you're going to appreciate this. Nineties icons. Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Hmm. Yeah, 
WCW, yeah. two by fours, lots of hey oh. Um, Bleb doesn't said. put it in. Come on, he has to put it in. I hey, I do all the mixing and editing now. Uh, oh, oh, fancy boys, pretty spectacular. Oh, and can I say, it's terrific? Huh? It sounds terrific. Uh, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, or <laughs> oh, by the way, thank you for listening to our own podcast. Uh, yeah, I, well, I missed one, but I did listen. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. It's been busy. They're on demand. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, or this is a good pair. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, or uh, SNL alumni Chris Catan. Oh, who cost okay. more for a cameo? I see what you did. So, there. I, so I, I, I got, I got to admit bias here. I would, I would pay ten to one for Chris Catan. So I really, I, I can't even I see would, it. I would rather Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I think. So uh, something we're going to touch on later Night is at the Roxbury. I agree. Pieces of pop culture that were formative for us growing up, and I don't have him on my list, but Chris Catan is on the list really you can't touch it a mango come on man. well okay so yes i'm glad you said that because roxbury yeah i mean you, you get the one character this movie with hacksaw but you get corky romano here so uh hang, hang sorry on. but you get Catan. corky romano corky romano thank exactly. you so <laughs> chris Catan has character he could always dive into the character to be, point. but He'll to be fair cameo. he needs the characters to make up for the base rate of wrestling like if you are a certain threshold of a star in wrestling you're it's a catch-all well hacksaw has a very i would say limited amount of people who probably do just Who's wrestling more likely fans to be on drugs that's the you, that's the, the cheap number one. of fans doesn't it's matter wrestling. how passionate the fans are because they're going to pay more that's right? well you're true um so oh, hacksaw then the answer jim duggan, jim duggan. Well, no, no, i'm not saying no, no, i'm not trying to lead yeah. you on i'm just saying that's how cameo works. yeah i think dan and i arrived at the same ryan conclusion yeah, well no i didn't mean to well now i feel bad because it's not it's chris Catan is more expensive please tell me how much chris Catan cannot be more than 75 dollars hacksaw jim duggan is 75 dollars. <laughs> what in the world okay. chris Catan coming in at a hot 400 no i'm just kidding <laughs> like, 95 dollars for okay. chris Catan. he can I you, found them both on the under 100 bin of cameo.com. Can we talk about how humbling <laughs> the discrepancy between having reappearing characters, your own characters, characters he probably wrote and developed on Saturday Night Live. Some turned Are you into, talking about Hacksaw Jim Duggan, who developed his own character that was also on Saturday nights on NBC, Saturday night's main event. Thank you very much. James Dugan, as we remember him. Uh, they may have gone back to back with Saturday night's main event into SNL at some point. Fair. That's why they're so hmm. close. Yeah. But imagine the discrepancy between the highest of highs at Saturday Night Live and then looking at your cameo price and going, hundreds just probably too steep 95 yeah that no, is humbling they're, they're, no i was gonna say that from the beginning the being able to price yourself mm-hmm. and for your worth as people judge it from the outside like if you priced yourself too high you would find out very quickly that you priced yourself too high i think the anxiety <laughs> in the 90 to 99 dollar range must for people who had this technology been around 15 years ago would have been 10 times that maybe mm-hmm. ha- has to be just debilitating well there's got to be meetings where it's like cameos rep at the app right and then there's the the celebrity and then your agent and then you're all sitting in a room and they're going all right guys so what are we talking or is it a wellspring (laughs) or is it like holy shit i get to tap back into these idiots these people that thought i was funny that don't well that too right that that is definitely part of it and more of the nostalgia factor of a lot of these things that people are well how do you rate that how do you make it worth but i just think that that conversation having it with whoever works for cameo and them thinking, all right, so you give me what you think you're worth, and we'll give you what we think you're worth, and then we'll go from there. 
that's an interesting conversation I'd like to be fly on the wall. No, I, I completely agree. Some would say the greatest of all time. I would say the greatest of all time. Stone Cold? Ric Flair. Woo! Oh, you really? Yeah. Why? Oh, uh, oh, hold on. Can I can I guess? Sure. The same reason you you're putting LeBron. It's it's the body of work. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like the longer body of work. At their peak, I would take Ric Flair or Stone Cold. Well, I don't even know if uh, personally I'd rather have The Rock. Well, I would say the mo- like <laughs> the most excited I was ever watching wrestling was when Stone Cold was involved. You know, the most like I was like, oh man, I'm so excited to see this next yeah, episode that's because that's when he was relevant when we were watching. Wrestling. Agree. That's also the part most, of the most excited I ever was. Undoubtedly, was Goldberg's run, man. Yeah, you could not. I've I've never tried heroin. I've never done speed. I've never done meth. But I, ima- I go to Oregon. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I am. I imagine that all those rolled up into a ball and then just I chomp on them in wait, the middle wait, of a wait, birthday wait, wait, cake. Wait. Okay, so I also. I mean, I, I'm tapping into that time, right? So, so Stone Cold on Raw. You know, watching at night without your parents knowing in your room, you know, that was like key, right? Like, I bet just we all like, have this, a similar top seven ish. Yeah. Just in different orders. Oh, yeah. well, the top four is where it's like the Mount Rushmore is really hard. Yeah. Oh, well, I think there's a, also a difference that that WCW time, that was like at dinner time. Raw came out a little later. And I feel like. Well, there's maybe it was three hours, seven to 10. Raw was eight to 10. But then you'd get Hulk to your Hogan, story Rick, arc at the end of the night. Mm. Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, The Rock, and who's the fourth? Oh, first of all, no, it's Ric Flair. Ric Flair, Undertaker, okay, The Rock, and Hulk Hogan, John Cena. What, dude? I think Hulk Hogan. Bro, shut the, the fuck up! It, if you don't have Hulk Hogan on there, I'm sorry. Mm. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's wrong. I, I personally think Hulk Hogan's probably like he's not my favorite wrestler of all time, he's but I two or one. Probably he's, put I mean, him. You have to look at like for for this for like what it is. Like you could choose Rock or Stone Cold. You're probably not going to have both of them because there's not enough room. You can't have Ric Flair and Hulk Hogan. I don't think. Like I would take Ric Flair. Uh. I would kick Undertaker out. I think Undertaker's probably the second greatest of all time. He's just old. But again, it's body of work. Are you going off just the character? He's just signed just... the bottom line the most times. Again, it's the body of work. He carried the company for like 30 years, but yeah. Yeah. I, I, bright, it's a tough hot. one because this one's very different on favorite and greatest. Yeah, no, I agree. So, and it, we'll say we'll say we'll come back to this at a different time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll this move. I'll, I'll move I, I, I made the mistake of putting too many wrestlers on here. No, you, you clearly <laughs> you did. did. Yeah, we're like two, but I would say two goats, two two greatest of all times here: Ric Flair <laughs> or my own personal goat, Lindsay Lohan. <laughs> I think the higher dollar amount means more to Ric Flair, and I think the income means more to Lindsay Lohan. So I'm going to say Ric Flair is higher. I'm going to say Ric Flair is a smooth seven fifty, and Lindsay Lohan's five hundred dollars. Dan, what do you got? Who do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think costs more? It's hard to argue that logic. Try, um, or at least provide your own. All right, so Rick, yes, he is, you know, uh, something that a lot of people probably pay a pretty uh-huh. decent dollar for because of what he could say. Right. If he decided to right. tap into that yeah. nature boy. Rick Flair mode. Yeah, give me a happy Rick birthday. Drip. Ripping and dealing. Woo! You know, hit me with one of those. He had a great, like, 2018 or whatever it you was. You could pay a, a lot of money for that. Yeah. And so I'm going to go Rick over Lindsay. Woo! Um, my other logic was going to be that Lindsay was on that Mikino show pretty recently, and so she's you know also add a bunch of fans. But if Rick would hit me with the the Nature Boy, I'd pay a lot. Woo! So I'm going Rick. How much do you think Rick Flair costs? 
in my head, if he did the Nature Boy, I feel like people would pay like nine hundred to a G. Wow, um, but uh, I think we're right around with Grace. I probably about really, the seven fifty. Really, really disrespecting Mean Girls here. But that's okay. That's I'm not disrespecting Mean Girls. I'm disrespecting Lindsay Lohan as a person. There's an entire different thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like she's don't gone. You want Ric Flair the don't character, get it but you're twisted. Like Lindsay Lohan's the person. Huh? You're you're like saying that you want Ric Flair but the character. But can she tap into Mean Girls, Lindsay? Yeah, but Absolutely. people here. Here's the would thing: would she? No, she would not. <laughs> okay. Ryan, the more sal- I, okay, we don't need to argue. That. Oh, time out. The more salient thing yeah. with Lindsay Lohan is her as a person, and the more salient thing with Ric Flair is Ric Flair the character. That's sure. All. Okay. So that's all. Ric Flair <laughs> costs a cool five hundred dollars. <laughs> Lindsay Lohan, actress, Mean Girls. Mykonos club owner, reality star, buck fifty, three hundred and thirty. Okay, three thirty right. for Lindsay. Okay, okay. kind of went out sad. That's a deal for Lindsay. I Dan feel and like. I are still tied two to two. All gotcha. right, let's we'll get through it. Lisa Loeb or Kel Mitchell from Keenan and Kel. <laughs> Lisa Loeb, one hit wonder. Here's, okay, one hit wonder, but very high. Here, here, here's here's my logic, Dan. Unless you want to you want to kick. Good, it off. good. Okay, Kel disappeared for a decade and a half. Nearly, yeah, it's probably about two. spot on. Yeah. Nearly two. A lot of, lot of Twitter. He was gone for a long a time in our lives. Two. Okay, dying. so so here, here, here's, there's two ways of going about this, right? Is Kel hot back on Cameo because he needs the money, or is Kel hot back on Cameo because it's easy money? I don't know the difference. So, I don't know where to go where that for <laughs> where that for. Well, is that the, the same with Lisa Loeb? Because she was... One a, hit wonder, that's consistent. That's easy, you know? But she's she's also done some, like, other pop culture things so, too. Okay, so, so again, she's used at she's excuse me used to that C uh, level C level celebrity like money grab, mm. right? Whereas Kel, he's got income upon income. Like I'm sure Good Burger and Good Burger, uh, Good Burger and all that and everything else set him up, you know, more or less for life. One song done it it probably won't set you for life. Not the song, but wasn't she the She's still relevant. No, but I'm saying, wasn't she? Was she a, th- a theme song for a TV show? Am I am I wrong? She's now children's like singer. She when I went to ACL the last time she was also ACL, on Fuller House. Hostels, she headlined the Kitty for portion of ACL. Okay, I'm huh. gonna go. Kel's higher. Uh, it sounds like they both need the money. Mm-hmm. I think Kel's higher because he has to do more humiliating lines like "Who loves on so." So I'm gonna say Kel. If he's gonna do it, he's gonna ask 500 bucks a pop. And wow. Lisa Loeb, I think, is two fifty. No, ah, let's back it up. Let's back it up. <laughs> you didn't like Kel that. is two fifty. Lisa Loeb is a buck twenty five. I think the ratio is Kel two to one to Lisa. Um, I was about to jump, agree with you, and go, and go lower. Okay, I was going to okay, do what okay, you okay. just did. So I was going to go Kel higher than Lisa Loeb, lower. <laughs> Uh, probably about a, maybe 175. It's such a fucking tightrope walk of I know. how desperate right. and how proud of are, are you? Like you know? 120. This is a little bit of a trick question because they're very close. Lisa Lope. Uh-huh. My own personal heartthrob. For what? Six days? Oh, God, no. Really? I went, I, when Twitter first came out, I like stalked her as a joke. I, was, I got her to follow me. She still follows <laughs> me on Twitter. You got her to follow you? By just tweeting about her? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, Lisa Love, $100. I, what did I say? A buck 25? Yeah. Did you? I yeah, I said a buck 25. Kel was, or something. No, I said Kel was too He said something crazy. No, I didn't. Uh, Kel Mitchell. 
$99. Holy shit. Oh, $99. Again, can we go back to the, the humbling moment of like, ah, three digits is too much. So again, that says need the money, right? Yeah, that says Kel wants to do more. Right. And he doesn't mind selling out for right. to, Yeah. Lisa, at least a little more refined. Dan and I still at two to two. We've reached halftime of the first ever official cameo showdown. Speaking of halftime, do you like hoops? Of course you do. Head on over to the Noble and Roosh Show to hear them break down all things NBA and listen to their brand new interview with the Cavs, Colin Sexton. Brought to you by BallIsLine.com and Dash Radio. Um, Diamond Dallas Page or... <laughs> you're proud of, you, proud of this one. I can already tell. Uh, you're going to hate it. <laughs> Pride of the Cincinnati Zoo. Not Harambe. I was going to say, that's all Fiona I know. Fiona the Hippo. You can get a cameo from Fiona the Hippo. Does Fiona cost more or less than Diamond Dallas Page? You wouldn't put it up there if she didn't. I feel <laughs> like the reason they're might be a little together closer. is, again, the closeness, but I'm going to go um, human pride over um, <laughs> everything, so I'm going to go DDP. Can I ask a question and sure. you answer this? Okay, what was the answer to Jim Duggan one again? Uh, Chris Kattan cost more than Hacksaw Jim. Okay, just need a little reference. I, 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 I'd almost really need to know what the hippo provides <laughs> <laughs> just by... Can pull up a sample? Uh, I mean, that, I feel like that's cheating, um, but I just, like, what are they doing? What kind of tricks are they making it do? Is it just open its mouth? Is it just a, a short video? Um, but uh, I'm going to go, I'm gonna go Diamond Dallas Page just because I, th- I think he, he offers a little bit more personal personality you think he offers a little more uh, personality than the hippo Bang. yes <laughs> yes diamond dallas page right fiona the hippo 100 holy fucking shit yeah now right. again let's go back to the humbling thing and factor in the goddamn hippo uh, couple- do you think chris Catan <laughs> yeah. knows about the hippo i well, highly when put, doubt when it. you put chris Catan, hacksaw jim ddp and fiona all together fiona's the most expensive but you're getting all that for under 300 dollars, right that's a great point <laughs> God, building that would be a better game. Like you have a four hundred dollars. Oh, budget. if you have a budget, like yeah. what, dude? We'll do right. that next time. Yes. Yeah. All right. A uh, couple for a couple for supermarket you. sweep of cameo. Couple, a uh, couple of rap ones back to back here. Excellent. Here you go. Get into it. Lupe Fiasco. He's a dick. He's the most. <laughs> he is still. I will say he's like one of the sub headliners for next year's Riot Festival because he's performing the like the ten year anniversary of the Cool. So just saying he's on a little bit of a mm-hmm. little bit of a, a high right now loopy fiasco or our former our former lord and savior Riff Raff. wow i'm glad you brought him up man i defer <laughs> uh i'm gonna i'm gonna go riffraff why um i think that just dropping the name riffraff um and then just the hilarious factor to it you know i really think that he's he's always been funny like you, then, think, you think the price tag's a troll so if he gets it, he enjoys it. And if he doesn't, he doesn't care. No, I think he needs the money. Um, so and, <laughs> okay. And I think that he really probably plays it up hard mm-hmm. and does the character and rap. Maybe drops a couple bars and right. goes into that. So I'm going to go back to what I said. Lupe Fiasco's a dick. He's higher. Lupe Fiasco's over $500. Or Lupe Fiasco is $500. Lupe Fiasco is... $100. I said Joe Montaigne. <laughs> uh, 
I dude, Riff Raff just reeks of I will do anything for a quick right. Break. I was gonna, I was gonna, I know, like he's like twenty five bucks. Farvesk. Riff Raff is eighty five dollars. Okay, excellent. There you go. I told you he's a dick. Uh, another, another for the big for hip hop heads. We're going deep into hip hop yeah, here. Deep cuts. The insane clown posse. Mm-hmm. Or some of jugglos and jugglets. The insane clown posse. Or nineties. <laughs> uh, I believe a two hit wonder. Iconic. Shaggy. Shuggy, shuggy. It wasn't me. Mr. Boombastic. More people will pay for it. Secondly, there is more mouths to feed. ICP is higher. Um, ICP is 250. Shaggy is 150. Dan, ICP or Shaggy? I got to make up ground here. Yeah. Um, you're my angel. I'm thinking, I'm trying to go back on the logic here. There's not much out there to grab on. Sure. Um, I will say Shaggy had a mo- like a kind of a moment last year. He had like a collaboration I, record with somebody. Can I add, can I add another piece of evidence to me being okay? Uh, Shaggy's son is in the music industry and he's doing just fine. All right, I'm going Shaggy. You think he's higher? I think he's higher. Okay. Only reason why is if you, you need you need the point. Well, that. But I also think that if you asked somebody to say an ICP song, they'd have a trouble doing that. And then Shaggy. That you could probably. I don't like saying the phrase that comes to mind. Right. The, well, exactly. Like we'd have to, you know, it's. And it's but my, Shaggy's it, just a little hand. bit more pop, I guess, and that'd be it. Shaggy's very popular. Did he, you pick Shaggy because there's a Shaggy in ICP? No, but I did. I did almost ding, go ding, Shaggy ding. versus Shaggy too dope, but the difference wasn't uh, was too different. Like it was too much. There. See, there's your answer. Um. Well, <laughs> there's your answer, Shaggy. If you want a cameo from Shaggy, Mr. Boombastic, he's paying four hundred dollars. No shit. If you want a, uh, if you want a cameo from Violent J and Shaggy Two Dope together as the Insane Clown Posse, five hundred, three fifty. Businessman, I, I commend it. Dan, you're back. <laughs> Numbers on the board, Dan. Yeah, I'm not well, even upset. We're a tie, three to three. Uh, okay, can I do three more? Please, oh please. This so is a couple great. of some uh, Oklahoma icons. Right. Well, it's Oklahoma adjacent. <laughs> Chuck Norris. <laughs> Another businessman. Or so. Carol Baskin. <laughs> I defer. It sucks because you, I mm-hmm. feel like Carol Baskin is more just because of the recency of it and her just kind of linking up with like cameos big right now. She was on Dancing Carol with the Stars. Carol Bask- Baskin's big right now. She's on Dancing with the Stars. Chuck Norris, obviously a f- folk hero she had an urban she legend had one of the biggest Halloween costumes of 2020 yeah i i and but unfortunately i think she's more expensive than chuck i think so too because i think chuck norris comes from the era of like signing uh headshots for like 25 to 50 bucks a pop mm-hmm. so he's cool coming out of there for like a buck 25 maybe 200 dollars. and i think you're gonna 300 dollars for carol baskins to say some wild shit about either herself or like hello you cool cats and cats out there oh, i like flowers on my head you know like my husband's dead because of me wow alleged allegedly easy money factually yeah so um yeah, I think, uh, again, Dan kind of highlighted the recency thing, but uh, because Chuck is a businessman and he comes from the era of volume, volume. sure, I'm going to go with uh, Carol's higher than Chuck. I will say this is another, it's not a trick question, but it is uh, super close. Carol Baskin? I like the close ones, by the way. Like, that's great. I thought Carol Baskin's, you're getting a good deal. Two ninety nine. I said three hundred dollars. By the way, two hundred ninety nine dollars uh, for Carol Baskin. I also think we really need to point out the people who decided to go with the ninety nine on their 
Oh, the prices. I, I completely agree. It, it is the, <laughs> it's the dirty, dirty step cousin of, oh, I can't quite do three digits The, the today. most brilliant advertising campaign of all time. Well, it's two ninety nine, so it's still three digits. But yes. exactly. Well, no, I'm saying it's the cousin of the people right, who right. can't do it. Yeah. So, Carol Baskin, two ninety nine. Chuck Norris, 300 <laughs> I'm disgusted and pleased for <laughs> chuckles at the same time. So, basically, like... You and I both said Carol, right? tie, but Carol decided to just play a little bit more of a game. She did. She's, she's, she's more... She knows her time is limited. She needs to get as many out as possible. So, Carol factored in tax. Mm. She definitely killed her husband. She's ruthless. Good for Chuck. So, we both you get her one. to say? Because I'll say whatever you want. What if you can get her to say I killed my husband? Buddy, how many people do you think send her those requests that she turns down daily? Great point. What if you gave it to her in Pig Latin? <laughs> Even better, boy. I bet you do it. <laughs> I, okay, I may R- read this, and I'll okay. give you <laughs> two more. These are weird. You said two more, yeah, and we're tied three to three. Okay, skirt. Would you pay if you went to the website cameo.com? Would you pay more for William Hung, American Idol? She oh, yeah. bang, she bang, she groove. Do you remember him? Oh yeah. yeah, of course. Would you pay more for, for William Hung or? This professional Justin Timberlake impersonator. He's so close to beautiful. He will talk at some point. Yo, 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 what up, Celeste? Checking in. Okay. So would you pay more for William Hung or that man who is a professional Justin Timberlake impersonator? I'm going to defer, but I have a I have a clean answer. This is tough. This is tough. Uh, <laughs> there's a reason you put him on there. I mean, William Hung super super specific group of people who would want to hear from him. Um now funny can i ask one question definitely obviously did they ha- did you get any justin timberlake impersonator or did you get the top one i got the only one that was on cameo okay that's mm-hmm. that's all i need to know thank you i thought he did an okay job of the justin impersonation he looks not- when you for when you glance you're like oh hey that's justin timberlake but then you go oh it's not just he, like, he looks like my friend jason kriegel from high school i was gonna say look at andy st john well, he's wearing angles too <laughs> skirt Gross. again huh? um i'm gonna go justin timberlake impersonator off of uh, the put guy. dollar amounts to him too if you don't mind. Okay, uh, we'll go. Uh, William Hung is fifty dollars, and JT impersonator is eighty nine dollars. I think they're both exactly seventy five dollars. I think it's a push. I think it's a trick question, and wow. I think they're seventy five dollars. That's, dare, the, that's going on the line. Excuse me of this libel. I nailed it. <laughs> libel. I? No, you did not. Oh damn it! That was a kid though. It should have been. Um. JT impersonator, you're going to pay $70 for William Hung. Iconic William Hung was on every commercial for a while. The greatest deal on cameo $20 for William Hung. How how much to talk to us on the phone for an hour? You can do chats. Really? Yeah, you can do chats. Wow. Which is somehow way cheaper than making them shout out videos. I don't know how or why. But yes, can you William Hung, $20 it? on Cameo. So, hey, we, we have a, what was our future Cameo game that we were going to do? We'll make, it, we'll make a squad. Yes, that's right. That's right. Oh, yeah, yeah. We have a budget. We have yeah. a budget. The other is... Oh, that's good. We're going to live chat with these people. Sure. On the pod. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, cool. Obviously. So pay people to be right. your podcast guests. Well, I don't know if the chats are like, for followers. I'm assuming they're video chats. They have to be. <clears throat> they have to be video chats, and they have to be like scheduled to some degree, right? 
So we'll put the microphone under your shirt. All right, last one. It's a triple. I've not. I have no idea what I'm about to push. By the way, the first one is another uh, impersonator. Professional. His name is Howard X. He is a professional Kim Jong Un impersonator. Oh, the Dennis Rodman tie-in. This is the supreme leader of North Korea, Kim Jong Un. So Howard X, professional Kim Jong Un impersonator, or Pit My Ride Zone exhibit. Oh, great! Or another Oklahoma icon, Bob Stoops. Oh, dun dun dun! We have to pick the most expensive or rank them. Um, I would say rank them. Do you get a uh, yeah? Let's rank them in the point per correct. Yeah, yeah. So professional Kim Jong Un impersonator exhibit or Bob Stoops? Who is going to be paid? Who are you paying the most on the website? My logic applies to all three of them, and that goes fan base and people who want to see him do ridiculous or say ridiculous things. Like there's people. In the Koreas, if you will. Like, we have some Dakotas, they have some Koreas. We have some Virginias, they have some Koreas. So, I think there are some people in the Koreas that wouldn't mind paying for a little impersonation of him saying some silly shit. I'm not sure if Cameo is in Korea, but... Maybe. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> maybe from the Koreas. Let's go there. Let's, let's sure. go there. Um, he's my number one. Kim Jong, one. Okay. Um, two, people here are weird. By here, I mean Facts. Oklahoma. Confirmed. Bob Stoops, too. That, we, vote, my, we voted Stephanie Bice. We are. We there's are. my logic. Um, and who's who was the other? Exhibit. Oh, exhibit three. Am I right? Yeah, I barely remembered his name in this contest. Wow. Three exhibit. Wow. But he's iconic. Like, he's iconic, but it ended. But like, yeah, but like, I heard you like stuff on your stuff, so we stuffed your stuff so you can stuff stuff. <laughs> you want to hear something funny? Please. Mine is the flip. What do you think, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> okay so the the kim jong-un thing I what think else he looks like him sure but i feel like a lot of the impersonation comes down to the voice mm-hmm. and the kind of uh, asmr side of hearing someone sound like them i think that's the draw sure. so i don't really get much out of him and so i put him third <laughs> so if there's a look just to pause mm-hmm. if there's a lookalike and they don't sound anything like the person it doesn't do it for you uh no that would just not on cameo like if, if someone uh, sent me an, like a video of it i'd want to hear that like nailing it not necessarily looking at them in that time because it's like okay cool you wouldn't you wouldn't be able to like compartmentalize it as like your favorite person doing a character just saying well, Happy birthday okay i'll go back and say this it, it threw me off that he had a british accent sure. <laughs> okay, <fair. laughs> there we go got to the root Stop of the problem the british careers so that was just i was like okay he's a person he looks like him but he doesn't sound anything like him okay so the second i'll go stoops because and this is i saw someone on twitter buy bob stoops for one of their friends mm-hmm. and you know i don't know probably couldn't have been that expensive i'll just say that and then uh i think exhibit just because i think it's hilarious so that wait, he's on you- there what, what, who was the most? I had first exhibit, second Stoops, third uh, Kim Jong. Okay. And you had... Kim Jong one and Stoops second and... Yep. Okay. I think you tied, but in different ways. Uh, Stoops must have been either third or first. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm thinking... <laughs> I think you tied. Whatever. Just so, read it. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Um, <laughs> Come on, Nate Silver. Let's go most expensive. Most expensive. Most expensive. That's what we just guessed. 
I'm saying I'm about oh, to okay, tell okay. you. What oh, it I is, thought you're now you're asking. <laughs> I'm about to tell you. Okay. Most expensive. Mm. Hey, dog. I heard you like some cameo in your cameo. Some cameo in your cameo. It's, it's exhibit. exhibit. Okay, so you got one point. It's there, the so, most expensive. So he's five to three. So then it's probably. Well, hang on. Third. I'll just tell you. Let me tell you. Exhibit two hundred bucks. Two hundred dollars. Okay. Get that. Hundred ninety six dollars. You're gonna get Kim Jong Un impersonator. Holy <laughs> crap! Kim Jong Un, hundred ninety six. Bob Stoops with a cool one twenty five. Wow! Wow! You won. Well, kind of. I, I I crapped on the Kim Jong Un, and he was hundred ninety six. That's all right, though. You I mean, technically won, but you lost. Miss, you, lost mor- you lost on morals, but you did win. Yeah, I got. Yeah, man. So yeah, there you go. Great game, right? That was really good. I really enjoyed guessing people's worth. Yeah. <laughs> Time out. Has anyone seen Ted Lasso, the Apple show with Jason Sudeikis? One of the funniest shows I've seen in the past like three years, minimum. Uh, best Apple show by ten miles. Ten miles. Really? Ten miles. What would you compare it to? Uh, Baylor, do you have a good one that you would compare to? It's almost like wholesome Kenny Powers in a weird way. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's a fish out of water story. He's like the super nice. <laughs> it's a fish out of water story. No, that, I mean that was very descriptive. He's this uh, super nice um, guy from the Midwest who coached Division Two soccer. Um, it, it's like little big league meets major league. So he coached Division Two soccer um did well and all his players left him or whatever he got hired to be the manager of a premier league team mm. okay so and they're on the precipice of relegation awesome yeah, yeah yeah really good so this premier league team the wife took it over and is in charge because the husband got caught publicly cheating and yada you know like so she's in charge now she hired sadekis because she wanted them to fail because he lo- the husband loves the soccer team, wanted him to fail. It's a whole how could you root against this guy story. And I mean, even if you know what it's about, it's Sudeikis on 10. Hmm. So watch uh, Ted Lasso on Apple TV. And Apple, sponsor of the podcast. It's time for Dan's I'll go back and recap the week. Hell yeah! Went back to the week, had some big misses. Hell yeah! But I had some good wins. Hell yeah! We went three and two this week. Last week we went two and three. Hell yeah! All right, on to this week. It's Veterans Day this week, boys. Hell yeah! So we're going with the armed forces. We're going Army versus Air Force. And we're saying that Army is going to get the six points against the Air Force. Hell yeah! For the troops, baby, let's go. Hell yeah! The next one is Clemson at Notre Dame. Hell yeah! A week of practice without Trevor Lawrence. They're ready to go. Notre Dame's overrated. Hell yeah! Almost gone undefeated on my NFL pick. Hell yeah! So I, I added three NFL instead of three college football. So there's there's a change in how I'm doing it. Seattle's at Buffalo. It's a three-point favor for the Seattle Seahawks. I'm thinking that Seattle beats them by more than a field goal. Hell yeah! Next one is Detroit and Minnesota. They're playing in Minnesota. Hell yeah! Matt Stafford's thing. We don't know what's going to happen there. It's Minnesota. It's Skull, baby. We're taking the four and a half in Minnesota. Hell yeah! And then the last one, I'm going back to the well, the two well. Hell yeah! Yes, you can get the 
Ryan now drinks a hundred ounces of water a day, Stone Cold Lock of the Week. Hell yeah! Can I get a hell yeah? Hell yeah! The Cardinals in Arizona off of a bye week. I think they come out slow, hell yeah! but I think they end up covering the four and a half at home. Hell yeah! And that's that. Hell yeah! You were uh, about to lay out a situation you said that you were nearly a part of. I, I think I've stepped into the realm, whether it be age or just mental capacity of starting to try whiskey now as a way to starting to what now step into whiskey you've had i've had whiskey everyone's had whiskey who's probably listening to this i would imagine um and you know you're starting to become a whiskey guy though well and i think it's more stark because i've never been a whiskey guy i like drinking whiskey to party and go out and all that but never as kind of a way to enjoy and savor the tastes and the feelings of it home where you like by yourself yeah i've never been a big i've honestly never been a big i'm not a drink at home guy well i'm not drinking home by myself guy well i'm a drink at home by but uh, i'll drink at home for sure but hard hard liquors sometimes but (laughs) i've always gone beer and wine that's just been the two but there's just something about not having to drink that much at all that's my thing with it and then also that you you have a if you drink it and you're not trying to just get blasted. <laughs> you can really get a little better grasp on how you're feeling. And a killer cocktail, either in amount of alcohol or in taste, can go a long way. Right. I feel like this is ever, how every alcoholic conversation starts. It's like yeah, I, I do it for fun, and I like the taste. Now it's going to be a, a problem. I mean, but... to, pre- to preface this, the conversation started when Dan took a big old sniff of a drink I made him, and goes, "I feel I should save this." I'm about to step into a whiskey situation. <laughs> so yes, you know, I feel like I'm gonna have to. Being fair. I'm stepping in the whiskey situation. I requ- What's the whiskey situation been so far? Zero. Oh, so I, this, I, li- this really thing. just got me back. I have a lot of people I know who are really into getting good whiskey, and shout them out. Dennis. Man. Well, uh, Dennis is more of he cares about the 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 glass at the end of the night to kind of just make you feel good and Dan, just hang Dennis out. is Dan's stepfather who was, yeah, a, a who was on my zombie team by the way fun quirky guy yeah. really love to hear well, that yeah I would love <laughs> next time they come they being your mother and Dennis uh, I'd love to get them both on the pod but I'd love uh, let's just say I'd love to get them both and I'd love to get them separately they would be shy you think my so? mom, no my mom wouldn't your mom would not I have yeah. a lot of questions for Mama Sewell oh do you like what where did it go wrong <laughs> to pinpoint it she was like i know the day um she was in josh's music video that one time she was uh she was married she's to my father oh, she's a video girl uh, she was married to my father in josh's yeah music video your guys' dad was oklahoma the dad and my mom was morgan woolard shout out parents. to oklahoma music history star so that's video. probably still on youtube somewhere right? yeah oh undoubtedly but not following yeah not following yeah. <laughs> it's like okay, i l-o-v-e'd that song back in the day I mean, yeah. I guess I still it was a good did. song. It was a good song. I have a question, Dan. What, do you what, got? what are the Shoot. steps towards becoming a whiskey guy? Like, do you do you research? Do you just blindly taste test? Do you go to the liquor store? Do you well, just do you like ri- cigars with them? Just Ooh. like writing any good paper, you got to brainstorm, right? You got that's your first step. Okay. So brainstorm or research? Uh, I, I link the two. Before you research, you got to brainstorm. I mean, I 
Yeah, you, we're, what we're doing right now is brainstorming a little bit, and then we'll go into a little research. Should, should Dan have a, a weekly whiskey segment where he just reviews whatever whiskey he had that week? Uh, <laughs> There's no, nothing I, more I'm fun. I'm very interested. We keep going off top, but I'm very interested in this whiskey journey. That you're oh, going yeah. To be going it literally just started out of nowhere yeah, just yeah. now because, you know, I was having a glass of whiskey so i need point. you to i'm following you on instagram now i don't know if you knew this <laughs> we we uh dove into that this week actually uh, i need you to uh to to post on your instagram uh, all the whiskey that you're drinking yeah in between photos of your daughter just pictures of whiskey yeah that that, that is how i'd like to paint a picture yeah, uh, yeah. on my instagram that's so the, that's my aesthetic yeah that's your vibe yeah Th- that's your mood board my, i have a daughter and now i drink mm-hmm. <laughs> it would probably be relatable dan's, dan's mood board is just whiskey and his child yeah that's about uh, it yeah so do you do that and so the, i'll so i'll be able to keep up with it and i'll have questions for you whenever we, we come on the show mm-hmm. yeah i can I, do that yeah. uh, i'll figure out a way to make it happen kind of push me into drinking but i'll take it yeah i just really want you to just want i just want i just want to get on instagram one night at like 2 a.m and see that you're live <laughs> yeah i'll be like Today we're doing all. I got the Jack Daniels Black Label. <laughs> Today we did Kentucky Deluxe, and uh, I'm about halfway through. And I'll tell you how it tastes. <laughs> I will spend five minutes per second of video content you put out for to edit it and produce it for any whiskey corner. Content. Your labor ratio yeah. on, the, on our I'll, editing. I, I, no, I will. I will dedicate anything. Damn, I you can become it. the Anthony Fantano of whiskey. Man, that's a high praise. I'm saying, I see it. I, Drop I, the I makers. Like you've got it. Yeah. There's enough out there to keep it going too, so I'll, I'll figure you know, it out. I believe that. Well, and I probably need to make a little more money so I can afford it, but uh, it's a good ha- good habit to have, right? And now is the time that we would like to engage with all of you listeners out there in the segment that we call "Listener Questions." Let's uh, dive right into listener questions. Then uh, the first one. Jill Edie from Norman. What is something everybody likes, but you think is overrated? Ryan, I think you were the perfect person to lead this off. Um, so there are things that I've never partaken in that everyone likes that I don't know if it's overrated, but I never will partake in it, like Game of Thrones and Harry Potter. Okay. I don't Do know you, if I don't know if they're overrated. I have no experience. Is it a fantasy thing? Do you not like the fantasy? I genre? don't like that type of stuff. It's just not for me. That's plus, it's just too much. Like Harry Potter, it's just too much. Okay. The things that I for music though, um, the two things that immediately popped in my head were Tame Impala and Radiohead. I think they are two of the most boring bands I've ever heard. Uh, Radiohead, you're wrong. Tame Impala, I think that's spot on. I think that's incredible. I think I, they're it, both just super boring. Man, this is really tough. I'm really trying to think. I hope you keep... Do you have any? Uh, okay. In general, I think beer is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, wait, what? You can't... The All of a beer. Yeah, for the most part. The process, the the taste. What, the, what qualifies beer? Seltzer's beer? Uh, yeah. Oh, my, okay, well, you're wrong. No, I'm not. <laughs> That's so the line. Um, yeah. I, like the way Dan will... Like, I can drink wine in my house, or we can drink... Like, But, like seltzers are the way to go okay so i feel about this uh, alcohol in general uh, i I guess um my reasoning the reason i attacked beer let me back up let me back up alcohol in general that's a big one that's all the things in the world you're just like beer but that's a that's a big one that that it's a broad audience uh, so there's there's got to be something there. the question was from miss Edie. yeah what do you find Uh, that yeah that threw me off but i guess there's just so many different types what is something that everybody likes that you personally find overrated and me personally I've noticed everyone in this room is a beer person. I'm not. 
Okay. And again, it's a personal thing, but I don't understand the refreshing aspect of it. Uh, so I don't think any alcohol is refreshing any oh way, God. shape or form, not even a little bit. You You've know, never done a Bonnaroo just on White Claws for a whole weekend. You are hydrated. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Bonnaroo, but I've been differently. The pissing. You're just into it. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so the beer, we, we talked about it a little bit. Like, not, I'm, I'm not a big at home drinker, but I like beer. It's filling. I don't find it refreshing. Uh, it, it, to me, it is a chore for the most part. I don't dislike it. I just find it overrated. So there's a difference. I don't dislike it. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's wrong. I, it, it, to me, it's just like this shit. Okay, cool. I guess that's how I, that beer. Beer's my answer. You know, the funny thing about beer is it has like a, it's got like a, a low ceiling. Like oh, it, it can only hit like a really, absolutely. like a point. Right. Like a, but yeah, I mean, beer in general. So I think if you have a problem with alcohol, beer is probably the way to go because it is a bit chorus, yeah. you know? So that's why so I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's, that's probably my answer is I think, uh, I think beer is overrated. I don't think it's bad. I just think it's overrated. I've noticed, you know, since the age whenever I started drinking, I've never been like, God, this shit rocks. This really rocks. I, I love what I'm doing. Right <laughs> I've never been like that. So maybe you're right. <laughs> you know. So <laughs> I've had a cocktail where I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is good. Like I like but this. That, that's the problem. When it's yeah. too good, it's a problem. No, I so I agree with that. I agree, mm. but I don't find it refreshing. Again, that's alcohol, more processed too. Alcohol is not refreshing to me, but specifically, beer is my least favorite of the. I feel like I find myself in so many situations where I'm just like, I just need a drink in my hand to like feel comfortable, I guess. And like, beer is the move, or else you're just gonna be. I think it's because I'm not a like I don't like good beer. Like I, I've never, never been like a oh I like IPAs or I really love Guinness. I think Guinness is trash. But like I just I fucking love shitty PBR and white claws. So I've thought about this a lot. Um, why why do people want drink? Uh, like why is drinking at a party not not just because alcohol's around, but like drinking at a social thing? Like why is that like you know why why is that so prevalent? Like like like, like you just said, I've gone through phases of not drinking when I'm still not go to a party. And I st- you yeah right. Well, not an alcoholic, but I'm just like I need like a glass of water. Just I think because I think the drink in your hand hits twofold where the phone always doesn't okay you can have phone in your hand and it can distract your attention but if someone's talking to you, you're like oh shit but if you have a drink you can take sips you can you, you can kind of control the pace a little bit more i think it gives you something to do with your hands and your mouth in situations you don't know what the fuck to do with sometimes and you know like people are like oh i don't know what to do with my hands and pictures but also yeah. there's times when you're like oh i'm I'm like i don't know what to do i'm gonna go to the bar so you have like a thing or like i'm gonna go make a drink so no I for sure something to do also it's a, also body language is a part of it when you're like out and it's like um it helps you protect yeah so i'm gonna say like it helps it, it's like almost like a defense mechanism in some situations where if you hold it in front of you you're putting space between you're putting something between you and the person but if you're talking to someone and you like them and you're like being flirty you put the drink at, you hold the drink at your side if you hold it yeah yeah yeah. if you uh hold it at your chest uh it's less approachable than keep it moving and if you keep it at your waist you're it's one it's more approachable but it's also more confident hmm you're relaxed you're in the moment you're not worried you're not threatened Everything comes down to threat or not, by the way. Am I threatened or am I not threatened? Well, I, you know, if you've got it ready, fucking, to, ready to drink threatened and, fucking. and you're putting it right here, you know, like, I, I mean, I feel like you, you, you see them as, oh, they're ready to party. You know, they're, 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 they're drowning it right now. Do you have an answer to uh, Jelly Bean's question? I don't know if this really falls into that category. I'm sure it and does. <laughs> maybe it's just me, but I, I cannot stand that, like, 
suits are still like the like only form of like professional wear for men it's in a, a lot of to c- me, scenarios to me i think it's a generational <laughs> thing and i think it's it should die off i just think that there's so much put into it. it's like all right this is how you're supposed to like here it is here's the here's your, here's your blanket everybody fucking dress like this that's a, good, that's a good answer dan if the yeah it's a great answer if the pandemic has taught us anything it's we get Work dressed from home it's we get dressed for other people right like we get dressed uh, for other people buddy for work maybe for work maybe i know if i'm going out i'm getting dressed for myself i'm trying to feel good like i care about what i look like why that's like the thing that's what everyone's like you're not you're not dressing to impress other people you're dressing to like impress yourself also if COVID has anything is that you can work from home huh <laughs> everyone can just work from home right well, no reason yeah. To go to an office. well yeah my point my, uh, the point being is like we get dressed to be in public for the most part yeah. for the most part uh, that, that's maybe a better answer is we get dressed to be in public most of the time it's for other people uh and then part of it is to be like confident and things so uh suits suits fucking suck and comfort comfort is rules the day for me i'm sorry it just does uh spencer from tecumseh wants to know what is uh what's something on your bucket list hmm i kind of want ryan to go first because he's like actually does stuff on his bucket list sometimes yeah. you jumped out <laughs> so, of the plane right yeah I did. yeah yeah, yeah. i have no desire to do that it's not on a bucket list thing it's not like oh okay that, i hope i do it before i die not mine either but i have no desire to do that before i die i like i would rather do something absurd like be in a kiddie pool of fettuccine alfredo while eating chicken parmesan and wearing sorry, a sorry, what? wearing a Mario Halloween costume. What? I think that would be more baby? fun. You know what I'm saying? I, that's more fun to me. And it's like absurd a kink. And like living life. Like if people walked by that, I think they would get like humor, and I think it would be enjoyable for me. Whereas like, oh cool, I jumped out of a plane and survived. Fuck, it doesn't do anything for me. That's there's websites for what you just said. You can make this happen. You can make money. I'm um, no probably. I'm just, so. This is your OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, but point point being, I have. There's layers to uh, what I w- what I would rather do with my time. OnlyFans.com slash backyard therapy to get bucket to list. Gray, yeah, to gray in the bathtub. With Mine are more, I guess, geographical in a way. I guess just like go like going somewhere. That's what I was thinking too. I was like travel, but that's like easy. Like you can travel. I mean, we can't well, right now, but like you know. Well, I, mean? I, I would say traveling, but like certain experiences that I'd like yeah. to experience when I traveled. One, I would like to go to Amsterdam and just hit the gamut and okay. just have a great yeah, time. That's right, and just let okay. you know your free flag fly boys and trip boys a trip. boys trip you know just go out and World's say ending. you did it and just, ending. we got we got to plan this stuff anyway i always was a kid and they just talk about Amsterdam. kid you're like man that just right you can do anything there i guess yeah red light district man exactly yeah. and the second thing i probably think of i always i've always wanted to go to a man united game with my dad okay in england i thought that would be a, like a bucket okay list i like i that that's a really good answer um cool I probably have like a ton more, but I just like I don't have it in front yeah, of me. Yeah, I mean, my list is just like I would like to go to like uh, Glastonbury at the festival, but see Tenacious D. Yeah, but like those are things you can just do whenever they happen. Like, you can just go to Glastonbury, right? But like, I yeah, don't but know. you don't. You know, sometimes you don't do that. Yeah, but I know, but I could, <laughs> but I can when I can. Like, you can go do your Amsterdam thing when you can. Like, yeah, I could say I can do it, but I might I know, I not. I, I would. <laughs> so I, I need to do it before I, would, I die. And this is probably something that. I won't do because I don't know, but like I would like to. I would be. I would like to like learn how to surf. Oh, cool! That would be cool. Why? But I probably. Why? What? That's a great answer. Why, why, why I've surfing? always just been in. I've always been like. Was it Johnny like Tsunami? to surfing. Johnny Tsunami did that do it for you? Let's break it down. No, I've always just been into the idea of surfing. I think it's why, cool. Which is why I ended up skateboarding because you can't surf here. Um, but um, kite the I think probably the the 
the uh what's it called the comp what's what am i thinking of we meet in the middle compromise <laughs> would be um i, I want i, I this thing? year i was really thinking about learning how to do kite surfing like a lake hefner because oh, that'd be people cool. have to do it i would love to do that that's okay. doable all that's of you listeners doable. out there that want to kite surf we are starting a i looked into the classes like the gear you need i've looked into all this but yeah <laughs> i've always wanted to um do similar things to like crash a wedding uh, <laughs> that's a good one y- you know crash a wedding uh go to a class at a college i don't go to did you crash a wedding you crash a hundred weddings with the masks on right now yeah yeah yeah. yeah no easily easily so dude that's the time to do it We're but doing I, it. I know that's a little cliche <laughs> but those are things that i think would be fun i would like to uh I, I would like opportunities and events to be someone else for a day you know what i mean or like sit in on something for a day you know stuff like that um mm. in terms of like realistic and tangible things like the PhD stuffs mm. on there, honestly, like it's really high up there. Uh, yeah, but I mean, like it's one of those things that, like, I don't know. Um, I'd never considered, and then I considered it, and it's like something that's feasible. I think there's so, a certain I, realm I, I, I where it changes from goal to like a, a bucket list. Whenever it gets to a certain point, like a PhD, or if you're a doctor, or you can a hit lawyer, it. Like, like I think you can hit something on your bucket list, like at 35. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah, I mean, primo shit, time. Shit, life's short. <laughs> like I have no idea. So I mean, like I was considering, I have no no idea how long I'm going to be here. Like that's the most salient and like blinking light one. I don't have a clean event that I would like want to drive down to Dallas and jump out of a plane again. It, it would want to be something. It, it would be something absurd, like the fettuccine Alfredo thing, or being something <laughs> something absurd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or being someone else for a day. Like you're crashing a wedding, you're jumping in on a class for a day. You get or Ryan got ordained to. Didn't you get ordained to mm-hmm. officiate weddings? Yeah, yeah. Okay, like to do shit like that. Like I think it would be fun to officiate a complete random couple's wedding. I have another one that I've thought of that I've okay. been thinking I've thought about this year when we were in quarantine. I was like, this I could be the time I could do this. I didn't do it. Right. But it was make I want to make like a full at some point, which I probably will never do it, but I want to make a full like girl talk style matchup album. Okay. Yeah. I think you'd be really good at that. I know. Why don't you do that? Bring it back. It's just it's a lot of time. So? What else are you doing? This running and this. <laughs> yeah, running's time consuming. Yeah. How, how do you run every single day? Every other day. Every other day? Was that recommended by your physical therapist? No. At times I've gone... I mean, I would say, I thought four, you ran, I would say four to five times a week. Sometimes okay. I thought you ran week. every single day. Did you do that at one point? No. I, I don't know why I thought I usually do that. a rest day. Okay. And do you have a minimum that you run? Three miles. Mm. Nice. So like, the, I know what it is going into it. Like, today I knew I was going to run eight miles. Is that, is that because it's... What, why is three miles the minimum? Is that around, like, half an hour? Well, three miles is just like... I right around that 5k yeah it's yeah it's just like if i'm work if i have an injury or if i'm just short on time or like if i'm especially if i'm going on a trip i do i'll do i'll just be like fuck i gotta get a quick run in the morning before i leave or else i'm gonna feel shitty all day so that's quick to you is three miles yeah it's like 30 minutes no i no 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 no. it's just interesting (laughs) because like so wednesday uh yesterday i ran three miles okay um and i'm like god that fucking sucked (laughs) you know that was a bitch uh but i'll work out and it'll take an hour and 15 minutes. I'm like, that went so fucking fast, you know? And it's just, I enjoy that. Or I, that that's shorter to me, like switching it up and doing the thing. Running for whatever reason. So the, the furthest I've ever ran is whatever a 10K is. Um, six miles. Yeah. It's like 6.21, yeah. something like that. 
that fucking sucked. I definitely did not hydrate enough for that. Uh, it was. I, I definitely pulled a Barney Stinson from How I Met Your Mother. Imagine, wait for it, dairy. And you do, and you walk in, you're like, yeah, I'm fine. And you sit down, you're like, I'm not fine. Uh, running's different. You know, uh, I've mentioned I feel like I'm in the best or second best shape of my life before, and I'm stronger than I've ever been. Running's a different kind of strong. So I know you don't, you, you make jokes about you not being a very strong person. Running makes you strong in different ways. I'll tell you that right I'm now. I'm like physically strong. Like I can't lift the weights. Like You're talking arms though. Yeah, yeah. Your legs over time, though. No, no, no. I mean, understand what yeah. you're saying. Like, right. I do. I can run well, but like, and your I can't core, do though. what you can do. No, but your yeah. core, though, too. Like, it's. Uh, I think about that. Uh, this is a weird thing to say, but I think about you while I'm running more than I should. Uh, <laughs> your motivation, to, man, is the only way to put that. Because I'm like Kelly Rowland stuff. Because I'm like, fuck. How does he do this all the time? You know, like I, mean, I, I got to a place where I love it, and like I have to do. It's it really impressive. When I when I didn't ha- when I couldn't do it as much last week because the power outage, yeah. I was like going crazy. Yeah, mm-hmm. like election night. Even I was like, I've got two hours to kill before I have to be at the election thing. I have nothing to do. I'm going to run because I'm going to de-stress. So I've thought about another thing. I've thought about a lot is. Uh, th- what's the hump you know that you need to get over to where things are going in your favor towards like exercise and eating well right and it's what you just described it's like you get antsy if you don't do it Mm -hmm. and i think that when you get to that because i think it inevitably starts out you get antsy when you do it right when you're Mm -hmm. restricting calories when you're walking more when you're running more when you're working out when you're going to the gym whatever you're doing i think that's an antsy like moment like oh fuck i don't want to do this you know like a moment a, a moment to like sk- steer away from the skid you know like try, try and get out of it but if you steer into that skid over time that turns into something where you're like if i don't do this it doesn't feel like a good day I, this is something that is like part of me like when you identify with it and this is something i know dan's listened to and read like the james clear he wrote this book atomic habits mm-hmm. his whole thesis is if you don't habits are the cornerstone of your identity it's like what you identify you know like you can't you, it's not i want to run a mile a day it's like i want to be a runner you know mm-hmm. you're a runner is what you are you don't run that, that that's why i was like do you have a minimum you know and it took you a second to think because it's just that's you know you run all the time you know like for me it's like my minute <laughs> I have a maximum <laughs> is what I have. And it is, uh, it's right at that 10 K spot. And that is very infrequent. So it's like who you want to be. Right. You know? Right. Ideal, ideal self versus odd self is a whole other fucking crazy. Well, you're like, it's like, okay, I got to remember to get in a routine to change my oil or, Oh, I'm a yeah. person who changes yeah. my oil in my yeah. car. You do it yourself. You, <laughs> you get your haircut every three weeks. You get your oil changed once every X amount of flip miles. that identity yeah, 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 yeah. and then you can make the habit on the well and we've talked about this before the whole lizard brain thing like the automaticity the more things you can turn into habits just by doing them all the fucking time you know the good parts of your life weighing yourself every morning that sucks people don't like to see that number early but if you do that every morning it's just a way to be accountable and start your day to kick things off on the right foot you know like doing things over and over like you won't even think about doing the right thing if you just do it over and over each day it's crazy meditate huh meditate everyone should do it have you jumped into meditating i do it every day i've done it every day for a year almost do you use headspace or, or no no we've talked about this you youtube calm. and do different things right well, he's calm mostly calm that's right that's right that's right okay we have talked about you watch the show yet on hbo what show dad gum what's what which calm has a show on hbo i didn't know that i didn't know there's a it will it's a mini series it's eight part mini series and they just pick a topic that is extremely calming to watch and then they pick a celebrity to voice it they have one about 
trees and keanu reeves does it what there's one about birds and nicole kidman does it gotta watch it uh there's one about water that uh mahershala ali does um and then there's like oh god i'm trying to remember oh the one about snow is the dude from peaky blinders he doesn't so uh killian the main guy i can't remember killian murphy killian yeah but is that right baylor murphy okay there's a there's a couple other ones i can't remember but when you watch it i mean it's uh good stuff very asmr I, uh, is it not for you? Do, it's not for everyone. I love it, and I always regret getting through a day and not have doing done it right. that day. And it's like, crap, forgot. But even to do more it. than exercising, I feel like meditating is the thing where you have to do it for a month straight before you even feel anything. Oh, for sure. Like you're gonna do it for a month, and you're like, this is. I had like a 24 day streak, and then I just like got. I mean, into you're training like your attention. Space. You know, like, and that's a very hard thing to do, especially in like a modern society. How long do you all typically meditate? And in and do you have a specific time you like to do it, or is it like an event type thing? Like it used to be for me, I would do it after I worked out or right before class. Like one of those two things. I do it. I do it whenever I wake up, which is not always in the morning. Sometimes in the early afternoon. Um, That's what, but, <laughs> I do it whenever I wake up, and I'll just do it as long as I'll just go through the app and figure out which what like what am I feeling today? I'm feeling like stressed out, or I'm feeling anxiety, give me a range. I'm feeling whatever, and like whatever that meditation is is how long. I mean, they're all between like ten and fifteen minutes. It's okay, okay. Long. I didn't know if what's the longest you've ever meditated. And this isn't like a how big is your dick thing. I'm just curious. Like, no, it's probably like 35 minutes. That's hard because I've it's, done one. It's was, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I've, I've hit around that half hour to 45 minute mark and. Because I, I really wanted to go on a meditation retreat. I do. Uh, I want to do that. Do you really? Yeah. I would do that with you. Okay. This is we'll run there. Bucket list. Okay. We talked about bucket list. Ooh. I forgot that That's was on my bucket list. One. That's yeah. a big one. Yeah. Because I think I'd kind of lose I've my- I've looked f- into those too. They're not, uh, I mean, there's my therapist has given me a few good places to look into for that on the East Coast. So we should do that. Uh, this is a conversation for not on the podcast, but- uh, <laughs> Check it offline. Yeah. yeah. I- uh, uh, I'm just curious into that because I, I would like to take it to the next level, but I, I don't know. I've bumped my head against the ceiling where I currently am a few times. And sometimes it gets like, I haven't meditated in probably a couple of weeks and that it's irritating, but I've also meditated enough that I can catch my attention sometimes, but I've also con- I've regained some bad habits. If you will, I, I think I mentioned earlier, I kind of have a ruminative thinking style. Meditation alleviates that a lot. Cause you can catch it and you're just like, okay, cut that shit out. Yeah. My, mine, when I do it seems like, so utilitarian in a way it's like i'm doing it to get like the you're talking meditation yeah okay and when i do it but just because do you do it to feel good in the moment or like you guys spin off like a talking tation i do it because i think i need it as like a balance of like certain you know ways of doing things but my issue is that my time uh and not that it's like you know not enough but it's when i wake up you got a kid and then i understand that your first thought of the day is probably not about yourself well i can't just like go off for 15 minutes and just like not be like thinking about her like ripping the blinds off yeah and so (laughs) it's like i totally the second i can't i have to like kind of like hey i need to like carve out 15 you you got me cool and so it's very like i gotta just sneak it in when i can and sometimes that turns into like too little too late (laughs) and so it's almost like i'm trying to force it in there and then it becomes like no, it doesn't. But it, it, but even then, even when I do force it, I still feel better after. You know, it's funny that you say that to tie into what you said about the running thing is there are like, I would get, there would be days I feel antsy about not meditating. Right. And something I learned was part of meditating was realizing that I, 
noticed that I would feel antsy about that shit. I just had to let it go. You know, I'm like, like you said, I didn't have time today. So I, I, I use Sam Harris's app and there's plenty of times like he'll intro. He does. First of all, he has like a uh, kind of evergreen first. Same, by the way. Huh? I use that too. Do you? Mm-hmm. Uh, excellent. Excellent. What's 10% happier? Huh? 10% happier? No, it's just called Sam Harris. Waking up. Oh. Waking up. It's very good. Very good. You can, uh, it's relatively cheap, but if you can't afford it, if you email them, they'll give you a year for free to just check it out. It's really cool. They're awesome. And he comes at it from a psychological background and neuroscience background, which I, and he's, he's done the practice. He's gone to retreats and done different things. So he's someone that I look up to greatly. Um, anyway, he has an introductory course that's about 50 episodes or maybe even 30 days. Uh, they may have updated it or whatever, but he does a daily one. And he introduces it many times and is like, this may be the only time in your entire week that you have time to take for yourself, you know, like really pay attention to like what's going on around, you know, like really hone in when you can. So I've taken that as like, when I have that antsy feeling of I, I'm not working out or I'm not eating right, or I'm not exercising. I, I look at, is it because of my choices or because of my circumstances due to time and stuff like that? And when I start choosing you know, it's it, it, when it's a choice thing that increases the anxiety. But when it's my circumstances, like all you can do is shrug your fucking shoulders. Like if you got a kid that's waking you up at five a.m. and you're handling stuff until you go to work, you can't meditate, and then you're working until five, and then you drive over to your friend's house to do a fucking podcast <laughs> for all thousands of you listeners out there, and then drive home to go to sleep. You know, like when are you supposed to meditate today? You know, that's my question. And again, you know, I just I don't know. That's kind of how I see it. Well, and then I guess you you talked about how it kind of creates the antsiness because i I mean it's just like working out you know you kind of have to just figure out a way to do it you know it doesn't matter what else is going on you kind of just need to figure out a way to get it in there yeah but that's the approach that's a bit rough right Uh so it's like maybe just starting out that way and then letting it come more naturally is probably the best but uh, i just think everybody kind of does it differently approaches it differently Uh and that's just what I'm doing now. I wish I did it more because I know I for too. a fact I feel like a thousand. Honestly, times I'm probably going to wake up and do it in the morning because of this conversation. So if anything, got me back. Back on the, is it back on the wagon? You're off the wagon means you're like hitting the losing bottle. your shit. Yeah, right? you're on yeah. the wagon. If yeah, you're on so the wagon. On the wagon. You're good. Yeah, yeah, on the wagon means you're on the path, right? Back on the wagon, ready to go. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, I have no problems because not I like I don't off- know this nomenclature. Well, you get it confused with off your rocker, and uh, I think it's very similar. And you know, very true. That, that's what I think. I don't get it confused with that. Because you have these issues. He's got a lizard brain. <laughs> <laughs> one, two, one, two, three. This is actually pretty good, by the way.